let's do the oh. let's do the intro then. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to do it again or? I can or you can you can you can try this I time. I can try it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you do the music for me? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Something like that. Hello everyone and welcome to Pixelfield Podcast where we talk about the latest news from tech and design. I'm Philip and I'm one of your two hosts. And I'm Dominic, chief designer of Pixelfield and your second host. Okay, so Dominic, what's the today's topic? Today, Philip, oh, I realized I don't know what to believe in anymore. Not believe in, but to believe. Um, I want to talk about deep fakes. Uh, yeah, it's we, quite... we, we, we talk about the let's say reality and uh, yeah. uh, especially privacy yeah. in, in, in the changing society in the last episode. So I think we can kind of like continue where we left off the last time. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've read a couple of interesting news lately. There has been like loads of, um, I would say, attention around deep fakes, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big topic. And uh, one, one of them was a, a huge launch and at the same time, like exit or, or end of the app. I think it was called uh, Deep Nude, uh, which, yeah. have you seen that? It was, it was, I have, I haven't, I haven't seen the app. Oh yeah, I haven't tried it neither because it, it, <laughs> it disappeared from app stores before I could download it. And even then I, w- I w- wouldn't be sure what to do. But just for our listeners, it was um, basically an app where you can uh, upload a photo of uh, specifically a woman uh, which was like the first red flag of of this app, and mm-hmm. like woman in a clothes, like regular photo of of their of of their whole uh, like body, and it would change it. It would basically undress them, right? Using yeah. like AI and and machine learning. Yeah, the sole purpose of this application was just to create new new pictures of your friends and colleagues and this kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, it was kind of shady. I don't understand quite of the reasoning behind like um, taking it out of the app store because I think they must have known, the authors must have known what's, what's going to happen when uh, they made the application public for free, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I've tried to find some interviews and I have found some. And the funny thing is I couldn't like find why did they even created this app in the first place. They were all They all tried to look like they are just like technologists and hackers and researchers and innovators or something like that. So they basically yeah. said they were just trying to kind of improve this de- technology, uh, which is definitely weird because there are, there must be better applications of, of this technology than this. Uh, but I absolutely don't believe that. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but basically they, they said that, uh, they, yeah, they, um, removed the, the app from everywhere because they had like too much of a traffic and, and it, it got like a too big of attention than what they wanted or kind of thought it's gonna gonna get. And they had like, I think half a million users in one day. Mm-hmm. And that was a turning point for, for them because they said like, oh yeah, it's this is like too much. We can't control what it's used for anymore. I mean, it's used exact, exactly for the thing they wanted it to be used, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> I think they can, but they cannot control it anyway, right? It's yeah. already up the, out there, so anyone can make copies. And I think it's if you if you would like really try, I think you would find it 
not really try. I, I think it's going to be available easily still on the internet somewhere. So if if you want it, you can still download the code and uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can mess around with that a bit. Yeah. So I really don't believe the reasoning, as I've said, and I I still I think this, the the purpose of the application was absolutely clear why why it was created, and uh, I maybe wonder if uh, they might not get scared because from mm. the from the uh, legal point of view, this yeah. might be a bit tricky. So that might be the reason why they decided officially to take it down. Yeah, the interesting um, thing that basically happened after this was that uh, b- the big community sites like Reddit, for example, uh, they've started banning deepfakes subreddits. Um, mm-hmm. So most of them, even n- not just like the nude ones, obviously that there was like a, a celebrity nudes subreddit or something like that that I think was the like biggest deepfake subreddit that that there was and that was the first one that got removed and banned but uh then reddit started like banning also like political and and other uh deepfake deepfake reddits and the only ones that uh that are remaining are, are remaining on the site is i think like uh funny videos of uh nicolas cage put onto like different movies and, yeah. and that kind of stuff which is still active and most of the users moved into this subreddit uh, but it, it's been like quite interesting. Uh, I've re- I was like uh, trying to re- do research for around that a little bit for this episode, and I found that also porn sites started banning uh, deep fakes a lot, um, and and it's just like it's just been happening now after I would say after like this this app came out and and after there has been like so many headlines and news around that, uh, yeah. which is quite interesting and and it like got me thinking, in general like what would deepfakes mean for like the internet and society and everything and if there is a way to fight it but also do we even want to fight it or like should we fight it um i mean by fi- fight it i mean to ban it and try to like prevent people from creating deepfakes and stuff i'm not sure really if you can if you can ban it yeah because it's just going to be more and more available as all the other tech. Exactly. Uh, I, I I wonder what's like if if you don't count if if you don't count in the porn and uh, and politics, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, what's some useful application of this technology? Because yeah, I I th- I mean I can see that. Like I'm not sure how how is that better than any other solutions out there. But I can I can imagine a use for uh, like let's say independent movies and maybe even games or something like that or like interactive mm. art uh i i think like the first time i really started to be interested in deep fakes uh was uh, when they did the painting of mona lisa and and they made her like move and and talk and and something like mm. that it was like that was the moment where i was like oh wow this is really cool and and it's it's really great to see how far the technology has has come but yeah but i'm i don't know like, but I'm definitely with you on on the like if we should fight it or not. I think deepfakes are just basically technology advancement. It's just a result of uh, like machine learning and and that kind of stuff. And and it's kind of inevitable. Um, and I mean, it's not nothing like super new. There has been like photoshopped pictures of politicians in in yeah. even before Photoshop. Like I was trying to find like first written records of of fake news and sort of what we now call like can call deep fakes or photoshop pictures and stuff and and i found one uh br- example in great britain which was in 18th century 
where they've basically like uh, there was a like some I I think it was actually like a Sun newspaper or basically what used to be that like the the before um, and they there was like a hoax around that some astrologist or something had created like a big telescope that and he could see what's on the moon and they claimed that there are like huge bats that pick flowers that whole day and and made up like loads of stories and it actually like made headlines and and it was basically was meant to be like a proven scientific research or whatever um but in the end it, it turned out to be hoax invented by the newspapers themselves uh or maybe the maybe the guy I, I don't actually know i couldn't like find too many records of it but but there has been like records like that for quite a long time it now like sparked an interesting idea if when i was reading that if it's actually true or if it's another fake news <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think we've been, as, as you've said on this example, then uh, we we've been fighting this kind of stuff for a very long time. It's it's not the form is different, obviously, mm -hmm. because now you can create video and the the level of, of sophistication is much higher yeah. than with just like a simple text. But on the other hand, that's the medium that was the most common commonly used at the time. So people obviously would tend to believe believe that information in that form yeah so i don't really think it, it, it just changes like the game completely and it brings something new to the table and uh, i think the, the 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 problem is much the general pro problem is that the most of the people are not able to recognize what's true and what's not mm -hmm. and regardless of the form in which it is presented so i don't know if this is going to if, if you see a fake video of fake obama saying some, some some nonsense. I don't know if you're more inclined to believe in if the level of what you're going to uh, what you're going to think is real is going to be different mm -hmm. in, in, in in form of text or video. Yeah. Uh, it, because yeah, yeah it, exactly. I think this is like important uh, point to mention is that I, I yeah I don't think like so much changes with deep fakes. We and I think it can actually bring like some very positive change, which is that it will force us to think a bit more critically about the information we are consuming. And I think we already see that with how Twitter is becoming more and more popular. And in general, I've, I've read some research with our, which I will would like to link uh, afterwards to the episode that basically the last couple of years, there has been like a huge shift from uh, of like, who who do you? belief in terms of like news and everything and people are starting to go back more into how it used to be and they believe more their friends and their like inner circle and they and generally are trying to be more critical towards like news uh sites and things like that which i think is a positive change and and i mean something so controversial like deepfakes can actually help to make that positive change and can help create arg arguments for why we should be like learning how to recognize deep fakes, fake news, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we can also link uh, some uh, game that we, we we shared recently on our Facebook, I think, and maybe it's going to be in our newsletter too, which was uh, like a simulation of uh, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fake news. Bad, bad news. I think it's called badnews.com. 
uh, uh-huh. the address is getbadnews.com for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, th- this is a, this is exactly a good good example um, of yeah. Again, for our listeners, it's as as you just Philip said, it's it's a game that simulates Twitter, and you basically start a Twitter account of a, like alternative news site, and you deliberately have to try to create like fake news that are believable. That sort of that that, that, that just augment reality a little bit. Uh, because if you if you start like bullshitting in in a game, then your followers will notice and they will like say, "Oh, okay, this is just like a prank site, and it's basically game over for you." So, I think it's it's really good, and this is exactly what I'm like excited about. Um, and that's the sort of uh, oh, what's the word? I forgot the word. Prevention. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, it's it's really mm-hmm. good way of preven- of prevention, and and I like that. It also demonstrates really clearly that the, 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 there is certain level that you still have to make certain balance between the truth and the lies mm-hmm. uh, that you still have to maintain to uh, your hoax, let's say, to be credible at least for some, some, some groups of people. So you can go bananas totally <laughs> and come up with some total nonsense. So if, if, uh, if we go back to uh, deep fakes, then uh, if there is uh, a blog, let's say, that says uh, that uh, Obama was born on Mars, and uh, <laughs> you have a video <laughs> of Obama saying that, okay, I, I have to come out clean, I'm, I, I was not born in the United States, <laughs> <laughs> I was born on a different planet, and uh, I still think that the percentage of the people who believe that is going to be very slow, very low, sorry. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, at least I hope I, that's going to be the case. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, at the same time, I think it can really support like conspiracy theories and that stuff because people do like them. And I think there will be always a huge community of people that's going to promote this stuff, no matter how bullshitty it's going to be. Um, but again, that's for me, that's not a case of like banning the technology and anything. I think we just need to make better job at yeah, preventing this to happen and, and being much better at educating people mm. uh, and educating our friends and, and followers and everyone on how to spot those those things and how to think critically and everything. Yeah, exactly. Because most of the time you don't really need this kind of technology because like very shitty <laughs> Photoshop <laughs> uh, <laughs> image would do still the same trick really. Yeah. Sometimes you can see if you open some like uh, conspiration terrorists websites and and you look at the at the pictures they use as evidence, <laughs> then it's absolutely ridiculous because it's obviously Photoshop, yeah. and uh, people still believe that. Yeah, yeah, so true. And there was one thing I I I read I think a week week ago, and uh, there was a case when. Uh, I think it happened in Belgium. There was like a political party. I think it was some socialist uh, party, mm-hmm. and they created like a fake Obama video and they put it on their Facebook and they they meant it as a joke and it was really low quality, and uh, it stated something like that. Obama said that they should change their uh, politics regarding the climate change mm-hmm. or something like that, and. Uh, and there was a huge rage on on Facebook because people believed it, even yeah. though they, they 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 thought that it's that the quality is so low that people are not going to believe the video at all. 
but uh, they then have to go to the discussion and explain every single of the uses there that it's just it didn't really happen yeah. and uh, it was meant as a joke <laughs> this yeah this is interesting it's it's really like says that yeah the technology of deep fakes is like is not going to change anything that much probably because people believe what they want to believe in the first place right but yeah exactly if if, if you want to believe that Obama is from Mars, then you're going to believe that even <laughs> exactly <laughs> without any evidence, of course. And uh, but from the privacy point of view, I think it might make some some uh, some some changes there because if anything can be like uh, manufactured like this, mm -hmm. any kind of pictures of your colleagues, of your friends, of yourself, in whatever situation. <laughs> Then uh, uh, what's what, what what's the point of having like any kind of evidence like this, right? Mm. If it if it just can be created and faked. Mm -hmm. So what I wonder is that uh, I think it's the same all around the world. There was like in in Czech Republic there was many cases of like people uh, sending their nude photos and this kind of stuff and then being discovered and it was uh, it was huge drama for them yeah but uh in 10 20 years when uh, you can have like those pictures of everyone you 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 desire what's uh, <laughs> what's the point really of looking and stuff like this you yeah. know that i think in the end you might be more private because just people won't get bothered by this yeah in, yeah <laughs> in the future that, that, that's true like it it always like I, i've just it's like three days ago i received the email saying, oh, I'm a hacker and I hacked your whole uh, iCloud library of your photos and I have your nude photos. I'm going to send it to your friends and family and girlfriend and your job and um, and I'm going to ruin your life. And I'm like, first of all, I don't use iPhone <laughs> anymore, so <laughs> there's nothing on my iCloud. But then, like, obviously it was like a, it was scam. Uh, but still I was like, yeah, like, do it, like. I don't know why this should like ruin my life, and like, I've I've some like, encountered a couple of uh, instances of that. I uh, was basically sent like nudes of someone I know, and it was like a terrible, terrible situation. But I always felt bad, or like I always felt angry towards people that leaked it. But I never felt anything bad against the person that was on the photos, right? And why should I? Like, it's nothing, like, wrong about yeah. having those pictures or anything. So I, I, I think I'm, I'm with you on this one. Like, I, I hope that maybe this can also, like, change the perspec per perspective of what is acceptable, what is moral, what is not. And maybe we will start, like, be less prone to, yeah, to let someone's life get ruined by... Yeah, Such a stupid things. Yeah, and maybe hopefully people will less inclined to digging into someone's privacy mm. because if if you want to have someone else's nudes, right, you don't have to hide their phone. You can just <laughs> you can just create them yeah. uh, by yourself, and uh, and you're good to go. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. But I wonder what it's going to do in like, for example, law enforcement, and uh, because right, imagery is is a very important. Uh, evidence in many like crimes right now so can it affect that or not i don't know i haven't been thinking about that before but yeah it's it's definitely good i think to to follow this space and and i think it's 
uh, it's good that many researchers from I, I saw I think the research I, I, I read about deepfakes was from Cambridge University, uh, but many universities are now joining and also governments are joining into like research around deepfakes and how to recognize deepfakes, which for our listeners, I, I have to say like it's super it's, it's usually very easy right now to recognize deepfakes because it is just not so good. The technology is not so good right now. Uh, and you have to really spend like loads of loads of time manually if you want to create like a perfect deep fake. But most of them can be spotted by different lighting. Uh, hair is like a typical, uh, like a place where you can spot that it's a deep fake because the hair just doesn't really blend with the background as it should and uh, etc. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to say is that I'm happy that like governments and researchers are taking action into like recognizing it and, and maybe maybe by the time that deepfake gets really good, we'll also have a good sort of counter deepfake <laughs> uh, software. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. believe that, yeah. It, because every time there is some kind of like uh, new technology that's going to complicate things or maybe help crimes yeah. or whatever, then there is still going to be people working on this to, to help recognize it and minimize the effects of it. So yeah. Let's hope it's not going to be the worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah. As 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 the last time, I'm positive about this. <laughs> yeah. It's new technology, that's all it is. We have to deal with this, I think. We have to get used to it. We have to think critically about it. But yeah. It's just we here. have to take in account the sources uh we we we, we watch and the people we follow and yeah. uh, the media we 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 listen to because that's the most important thing and you have to always, you can only look at the at the picture or what, what's written in there, but at the content uh, context as well. So uh, I don't think that for the people that are able to like think uh, about what kind of information are getting from who, mm -hmm. then uh, it, it should not be a problem. But uh, for the rest of the world, it, <laughs> it might be just another way how to confuse them yeah. and uh, feed them some uh, fake information. Yeah. True. With that in mind, follow Pixel Field. <laughs> we don't share fake <laughs> news. We share only interesting stuff about what is happening in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe one day we'll replace some uh, AI in this podcast. And uh, yeah. I mean, do we even have like evidence that it's really us? What if I'm just talking to? Uh, some very clever AI that we developed in Pixel Field. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the AI would have better content with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it could speak be better than me. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think uh, we can wrap it up yeah. now, and uh, we're gonna share the links uh, for the for the website and, uh, and uh, for some other interesting related content in the, in the description for mm -hmm. you and. Uh, thank you for listening, guys, and uh, we would be happy to talk to you next time. Uh, if you have any topics that you would like to hear us talking about, then let us know. Yeah, it's hello Pixelfield on Twitter and just Pixelfield on Instagram, which are, I think, our two favorite platforms, especially Twitter. Lately. Okay. <laughs> thank Thanks, and until next time. Bye. <laughs>